the man of God, Isaiah, has stood before the children of Israel. May I say this morning that God has sent a word through and by the voice of His servant to not only address their sin, but to reprove them of their sin. Now y'all, listen to the preaching. Everything's going to be alright. Can I say this morning, my friend, that the man of God had heard a word from God Almighty and had something to say to God's chosen people. Verse number 14, the Bible said, Isaiah writes, and the Bible said, and judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off. Look here now, for truth is fallen in the street. Listen, neighbor. If we've ever seen a day and an hour uh, where the Word of God and the truth of God's Word uh, has been thrown into the streets, we are seeing that today. Uh, may I say, I'm not going to re-preach the past two services, uh, uh, but may I say this morning, uh, uh, my friend, until we get back to the book, uh, until we get back to the book, uh, there is no hope in this day an hour. Somebody said, well, I don't know the answer. I got news for you. I know the answer to all our problems. I know the answer to all your problems. Look up and listen now. I'm trying to tell you uh, that the truth uh, has been disregarded uh, and thrown into the streets. Uh, I want to say loud and clear, no devil in hell is going to stop me uh, from declaring the truth of God. There's not a demonic power in hell. There's not a spirit in hell that I'll back down from. Because the truth is the only answer in this day and hour. You better know, good neighbor, that the devil's well aware of what this church stands for and what this church stands on. I'm not backing down, hallelujah. I'm not staying. I'm not throwing in the towel. Because truth has fallen in the streets until you get to where you believe that book, every word that it says from Genesis to Revelation. I want to remind you that continue to live in a place uh, where you are bound. You know why people uh, come in bound and they go out bound and they come in bound and they go out bound and they come in bound and they go out bound. I'm going to tell you why. Because everybody wants God. Everybody wants God to do something in their life. Everybody wants God to turn things around. Everybody wants God to loose them of their problems. But my friend, nobody, nobody wants to do what the Bible said. By the way, it's still true. From beginning to end, from Genesis all the way to Revelation, can I say, my friend, if you're not living by the book, you will be bound. Not only will you be bound, but you'll be bound. That old lady in Luke chapter number 13, the Bible said, she came in crooked. She was bound up. She was bowed over. She had problems that nobody could help her with. Look up in 
She had problems that nobody could help her with. You hear me and hear me well. You've got problems this morning, whether they're mental, physical, emotional, financial. I got news for you. The greatest thing anybody could ever do is go to the truth. Pick up the truth out of the Word of God. Quit trying to fix things on your own and do it God's way. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of destruction. You will be bound and bowed over until you live by the book. Truth is falling in the streets. Not only will you be bound and bowed, but you'll go through life being blind. People have no idea where to turn next. Are y'all listening to me? I ain't just talking about drug addicts and drunks and whores. I'm not just talking about all that. I'm talking about Bible believers that are sitting in a good, solid, Bible-believing Baptist church when trouble comes their way. They have no idea where to go or what to do. That's because truth, the Bible, the words of God have been thrown in the street. You say, oh, I, I would never throw the Bible. I would never throw the truth in the street. Then why aren't you keeping the Word of God? Then why aren't you faithful to church like it's said to be? Why don't you tithe? Come on, somebody, like the Bible said to. Why don't you praise it? Last I checked, you said, oh, my world is so confounded. Listen, neighbor, last I read, it said, let everything of the hat breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. If you've got to have a good circumstance to shout, you've thrown truth in the street. If you've got to have right rainbows and lilies to shout and thank God, you've thrown truth in the street. I'm trying to tell you there's many people that have been charged and found guilty for throwing the truth of God's Word into the streets. Are you listening to me this morning? trying to help you. Truth is falling in the streets. Not only will you go through bound, bowed, bowed, blind, but you'll go through life broke. Is there anybody here that knows from your own life that God is good at fixing broken things? He's real good at binding the broken. He's real good at restoring those things that appear to be ruined. I, I, I can go all throughout the Scriptures and show you where God would step into a situation that nobody else could alter, nobody else could fix, nobody else could turn around. I mean, they're, they're racking off in my mind a woman with an issue of blood, 12 years, tried every doctor, every physician. The Bible said she spent all she had. Nobody could help her. But one day she ran and she touched just the hem of His garment. And the Bible said virtue left from the Lord Jesus and she was made whole the very hour. I'm reminded of a man named Jairus that had a daughter in the same text 12 years old lying on the bed of death to the point that she didn't just look dead, she did die. But when Jesus walked in the Bible said he grabbed her by the hand and told her to wake up and sure enough life 
came back into her body. I'm reminded of a blind man that sat on the wayside begging. But when Jesus walked by, those things that were broken in his life, they were mended and made whole. I mean, I'm looking at some people, friend. I've seen some of y'all come in broken. I've seen some of y'all come in blind. I've seen some of y'all come in bound. I've seen some of y'all come in bound over. And glory to God, by your own report, God Almighty, in His divine glory, in His supernatural power, in His spiritual, in His spiritual, hey, in His spiritual ability, turn your whole life around. Why in the world would you take the truth that set you free and throw it into the streets? Why would you throw truth into the streets? Oh, I would never. You're so guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. That's a bitter pill to swallow. The Lord's convicted the socks off my feet this week. I'm so guilty. Truth is falling in the streets. May I say it's time to pick up the truth and put it back in your heart. May I say the Bible, I said this last week, and I'm going to get to my points. I got two today. Probably try to get one this morning, one tonight, if the Lord will help me. Can I say that the truth, the Word of God, is the very thing that institutes, institutes the truth of the fact? Are you listening to me this morning? The truth of the fact. God in His Word is the only thing that institutes the truth of the fact. There's a whole lot of opinions in this day and hour. Would you say amen? There's a whole lot of ideas in this day and hour. There's a whole lot of philosophies in this day and hour. There's a whole lot of education that ain't no good in this day and hour. But can I say if you want real truth, there's one place you can go and find it, and that is in the Word of God. Truth is falling in the streets. Can I tell you this morning, your life, listen to me carefully, your life has not ended up in a mess by chance. Give me a little bit on this because I, 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 I can't hear myself. I don't think they hear me. Your life has not ended... Listen to me. Your life has not ended up in a mess by accident. Amen. See, ain't nobody preaching like this more because everybody wants the, the victory story and everybody wants the, how to win in your valley and everybody wants how to prosper in your uh, while you're planted and all, all, the, all these little motivational thoughts. And I'm not against encouraging God's people, but listen to me, a lot of it's fantasy and fake and fiction. Uh, can I say this morning, a, re- a lot of the reason that we end up in the mess we end up is because we disobey deliberately, disobey the Word of God. I can look back to every mess in my life. And you know whose fault it was? It wasn't the preacher's fault. It wasn't mom and daddy's fault. I said it last week. Quit blaming everybody. It's our fault. When we disregard the truth of the Word of God, it is on us this morning. It's on us. Your failures have fault. Everybody acknowledges their failures, but they, 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 they never want to find the fault in their failures. Your failures have fault this morning. Listen to me right here. This is going to be real deep. Are you ready? Your choices have consequences. <laughs> well, we ain't shouting this morning, but I am trying to help you. 
Your choices have consequences. And y'all get raised by a daddy like mine? Boy, I done told you once. Do it again. See what happened. How many knuckleheads tried your daddy like me? And I'd try it and guess what? I found out real quick. Daddy meant what he said. And he said what he meant. Listen to me. I'm going to be real practical for the Lord to help me today. Can I tell you that God, how many of y'all say, ain't y'all born again? If you're a child of, if you're saved, you're a child of God. When your daddy speaks to you, he ain't speaking to you to waste your time. Neither is your heavenly father. And he didn't say all this for no reason. You know what's amazing to me? There's there's Christian people that's been bought by the blood of Christ that obey their father, physical father, more than they do their heavenly father. They trust their physical father more than they do their heavenly father. I mean, how many people am I looking at if your daddy said something, you just took it to the bank? There was no question. Okay, that's my daddy. I believe him. I love him. Sounds good to me. But we've got a book from the one that made your daddy. And it gives you a word. Listen, I'm trying to remind you this morning. Quit doubting what the truth says. You can stay on the truth. When the whole world's on fire, the truth will stand. I'm trying to remind you this morning that we've taken the truth of the word of God and we've cast it out streets. We quit obeying His book. We quit obeying His word. We quit following His orders. We quit clinging to His promises. Then we wonder how we wound up in the mess that we're in. Let me tell you something. When you go contrary to that, you're always going to end up in the mess. Always. Well, I ain't drinking. I ain't fornicating. I ain't been stealing. I I feel like I'm doing pretty good. Well, let's just get down to where the rubber meets the road. Are y'all with me? Let's just get down to where the rubber meets the road. How faithful have you been to talk to Him every day? I'm right with God. You ain't talked to Him all week? Come on, somebody. I'm still preaching. He ain't ready to hear from you unless something's wrong. And then you wonder when your midnight hour swings by where he's at why he ain't unlocked your prison cell. Because he's became a 911 call and that's it. May I say, if you really want to get down to where the rubber meets the road, how many fruits of the Spirit have you been abiding in? That's Gentleness and meekness. Temperance. That's right. You, you, you really want to get down to where the rubber meets the road? Why you still got bitterness in your heart? Yes, sir. Get rid of it. Amen. Get rid of it. Bless God, you just don't know what they did and how they got it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Ain't no way they done you worse than you've done Christ. Amen. There's no way. I don't care how bad they be. Is anybody going to listen to me today? I don't care what they said about you. I don't care how many times they stabbed you in the back. I don't care how many times they cut your throat. I don't care how many times that they spread lies. You have never been done worse by anybody than you've done Christ. And you'll fully accept His forgiveness. 
You'll fully accept His mercy. You'll fully accept His long suffering. Matter of fact, we don't just accept it. We take advantage of it. Talk back with the rebel, really. Well, you know, just my situation's a little different. Not according to this Bible tonight. Amen. Amen. You want truth or not? Right. There's a whole bunch of people that say they want the truth, but every time truth is served to them on a silver plate, they dump it in the road and take off like it's scraps for the dogs. Truth is falling in the streets. I'm trying to get where I'm going. May I say your choices have consequences. Your spiritual decline is a product of intentional disobedience. I would never intentionally disobey God. You do every day. Amen. I mean, I'm just trying. I, I know y'all, ain't nobody going to want me to sign their Bible today. I get it. I, I, I get that. I understand that. But listen to me. I, I'm tired of the shows. I'm tired of the performances. I'm, I'm tired of preachers being puppets and all they're doing is uplifting everybody in the crowd. Listen, they sometimes God don't need to lift you up. He needs to drive us down in the ground so we can realize who we really are. You know the difference. Hey, glory to God. You know the difference this morning between me and the worst sinner out there. You know the difference between you and the worst sinner out there. There's one there's one difference this morning and it's we've been bought and washed and brought again through the crimson blood of Calvary I can be in any one of them situations but Jesus came by Jesus came by and he rescued me that's why I want to follow the Jesus why is it that he did everything for us but we're not willing to give anything for Him. Right. I'll tell you something saints ain't willing to do. Right. Sacrifice. That's right. That's right. You'll never be more like Jesus until you are paying some sort of a price. Whether it's driving an hour and a half to church, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday, like Dr. Colby does. Come on, somebody. That's, that's a price, would you agree? That's a little bit of a price. I, I mean, some of y'all don't live 15 minutes. I'm sitting like if I see you once or twice a week. Come on, somebody. Hour and a half. What is he doing? He's being like Jesus. He's paying a price. But they said, worship ain't cheap. No, sir. I'm not going to get my points. I feel. Does anybody want to come in church and just, hey, I love the time out. Let me go back. Has anybody ever been in this predicament where you come in church and your heart is open and your mind is open and God dumps a bucket truck of glory down in your soul? Every song is sweet. Every testimony is good. Every message is right on. I mean, you can't even say hello to your brother or sister without getting a happy shout. Are you listening? Has anybody ever been there? Yeah, amen. Feels good, don't let me tell you a secret. You be away all the time. Amen. See, because when we get back to that, Brother Jim, what we do is we look around and we see, well, God's answered that prayer and God's up to here. God's used this one and God's blessing the church. And we start building our praise around what's going on in our life and we lose focus. That's not why we get that in the first place. When I say, if you'll realize.
truth and really fall in love with Christ and really fall in love with what He died on the cross, it don't matter if you're in the valley or if you're singing the victory song, you can stay full when you fall in love with truth. Because at the end of the day, whether your life's excellent or an absolute catastrophe, the truth don't change. Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. If, he, if He's the reason for your shout, you won't lose it. I've seen so many people come in, they're like this. Everything seems to be doing better, they're up here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's where they're at, Brother John. Hallelujah. 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 That's where they're at. And one little thing goes wrong with Hallelujah. What happened? Why was you shouting up here? Was it for the Savior or your circumstance? Rubber meeting the road. That's where we're at today. Let, let, let me say something to you. Let, let me say something to you. Truth will keep you singing hallelujah. Whether you're here, 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 or here, because the truth don't change. Matter of fact, you'll find your praise most of the time is better off when you're down here somewhere. Fifteen thousand of them. Right. 
Bible says 5,000 men, not counting women and children. Right, so right, just right. roughly 15,000. 15, here's, here, here's how we're going to feed them, boys. Can you imagine Thomas on that day? It's my God. Here we go again. What do you mean, Brian? Right? I ain't got a lunch, but I found a lad. He's got a lunch. How much food you got? Hold your hand out. That's all you got? Two fish? Not one. As Brother Dexter said, but two. Yes, sir. Can you imagine that lad when the Lord looked at him and said, all right, cut you off the piece and take it over there. Cut you off the piece and take it over there. I wonder how long it took him to feed 15,000 people. Yeah, yeah. And every time he went back to the lad, Hold on, son. What's wrong? We got a blessed break in where you're going to die, son. This is the only way. Every time he went back, he took a little. Have a seat. Well, I was going to say there ain't a whole lot in here, but it looks halfway decent to that. Let me tell you something. I don't have a clue how much is in here. I know there's at least a hundred something. Let me tell you something. Fact is, whatever's in there, we, we really do need more. I'm just going to be honest with you. Whatever's in there, we need more. Right. You know what I've learned in six and a half years? I said, all right, Lord. If everybody's being faithful now. Yeah. We want the blessings of God. How do you want the windows of heaven to be open? I can read all that to you. Yeah. you got to give. You want the windows of heaven to be open on still water back to church and him bless us. Yeah. By the way, I, I don't know if y'all know this. We need a new building. Amen. Amen. Our fellowship hall is a death trap. The foundation's falling out from under it. It's untellable what kind of chemicals is in that place. Yeah. Don't tell everybody I said that. <laughs> Water flooding. I mean, God help. Everyone, Huntley's busted all the wings out of it. <laughs> Big E tore the playground out of hell yesterday <laughs> with a football. Hey, man. We, we really do need to build a church. We need to build a church with classrooms. Mr. Neve, I've been saying I'm going to announce it and I ain't announced it. We've got a new Sunday school class. Sister Geneva's teaching. I think it's five to eight. Is that correct? She ain't got a classroom. Here we are just trying to pay our bills. Right. But you know what? He knows our needs. He knows I can't make it happen. But if we'll be faithful and just give our two fish, and we're just little lads. We ain't got much. But if we'll give our two fish and our five loaves of bread, I firmly believe God can take that offering plate right there and multiply it and do it exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ever ask of that. But that's conditional. It's going to require two things. Number one, you got to be, I ain't for truth out in the street. Are you faithfully giving? I'm not a money preacher. You can look around and tell that. Everything we got's rigged. But we've got to have money. Everybody. Are you listening? Are you listening? We got him up. And if we'll give what we're supposed to give, I believe God will breathe on that five loaves of bread and two fish. Right. But you're going to have to be faithful to the truth. You're going to have to be obedient to the truth. You're going to have to give. You're going to have to be, be faithful Man. to what the book said. See, if I run around here with a yes or no, survey who in here is obeying truth and who has thrown it in the street. 
I, I dare say that there, there probably wouldn't be a, but maybe a couple be honest and say I've thrown truth in the street. Most everybody else would check it. I'm doing right, I'm following, I'm living by the truth. But there, listen to me, would you just agree with me? I'm talking to myself. There's so many areas that we are not obeying the truth. So many. We've thrown it in the streets. Spiritual decline is a product of intentional disobedience. If you've got to balance your checkbook, figure out, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm just going to keep plowing. If you have to balance your checkbook and make sure all your other bills are accounted for before you write a tithe, you're doing it all backwards. I don't even look in the bank. I know some of y'all that like me. I ain't got no sense. But I got faith. I don't even check my account. I know every week Josh Griffin's writing his tithes and all and offerings. I'm putting it in there no matter what. I don't care if I had $2 in the bank. I'd write a check colder than Joe Biden's heart. I would. And beg God to heat that thing up before it come out. I would, son. I promise you I would. Listen to me. We've got to be obedient to the truth. I'm going to carry on now. I'm going to carry on. Everybody okay? May I say the source of the sewage in our generation is a direct result of the truth being thrown in the street. The rampage of sin is because of the rejection of the Scriptures. We did not arrive where we are today by accident. I don't know how many of y'all seen my post yesterday. I sure didn't mean any disrespect. Yesterday was 9-11. To those who lost their lives on that day. But listen, America's lost a whole lot worse things than innocent lives. I'm, that's hard. That's hard. I, some people ain't going to like that. I'm not making a lot of that situation. It still burdens me. And I still remember it's still sad. But listen, that we're in a lot. We're in a, we, we've got a whole lot more loss at stake than what happened 20 years ago. We've lost the presence and the power of God in our day. We've lost reverence for God and His Word and His Book. I mean, my God, nobody even reverences church or men of God or preacher. They, they, all that's been thrown out in the streets. Our country is in a disaster because we've got away from the book. You know why we started out so good? We were founded on this. Your forefathers died for that book. I don't know if you know that or not. But they shed their own blood on the battlefield so you and I could have a Bible. Amen. And it ought not be your coffee cup mug holder. It ought ought not keep your dash from getting hot in one spot. Some of y'all come in with your Bibles like this. Want to tell me you read? You ain't read. It's dry, it looks like a prune. It's been baking in your windshield for since last Sunday. Yeah. Amen. 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 Truth is falling in the streets. Amen. My God, there ain't another solution this morning. We gotta have the truth. There's not another possibility. There's no no other remedy. It's gonna take. Listen to me, Stillwater Baptist Church. Untold.
tell him what God would do right here on the side of the road in London, Kentucky if we'd have a group of people to stand up and say, I've had enough of this. I'm at the end of the rope. I'm tired of playing games. I'm tired of losing. I choose the truth. I choose the truth. May I say you ought to pick your Bible up every day and cherish it. Defend it. Stand for it. Build your life on it. Study it. Think about it. Listen to it. Live by it. It's falling in the streets. Check how long I've been preaching. 31 minutes. I'm still flying. It's falling in the streets. Listen, listen to me. Can, can I give you some just real good pastoral advice? Can I help you right here? Listen to me. You want your life to go a different route than it's going? Listen. Quit doing things your way and do them God's way. Are you listening? Well, I've been doing God's way. No, you ain't. Because I ain't seen you faithfully. Hello? Is anybody out there? I ain't seen you singing like you should. Praying or praising or witnessing or giving or where'd all that go? You're not doing it God's way, you're doing it your way. Well, ain't nobody buying my lunch today, are they? It's time for y'all to quit taking everybody else's word for everything and trust God's word. Why in the world do you want to go sit down and listen to everybody tell you how to live and what to do? And you want to listen to God and want to create them all. That's where we're living. We'll pay good money for somebody that's got a bunch of letters beside their name to tell us what to do and how to do and why we should do and where we should do. And God is laying it out in 66 books and you won't take the time to pick it up and read it. Brother Dak said it this morning in Sunday school. Listen, I'm not against private counseling. I'm not against all that. But the best counseling you can ever get is sitting in a church pew Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday. This Word will do more for you than I could ever do for you. And if you ever do get counseled by me, you're going to find out one thing quickly. That's all I know to give you. It's good enough. It's good enough. Isaiah makes it clear here in our text. Let me get back to the text. Look at verse 15. He said, Yea, truth faileth. He that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. And the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment. Listen to me. We don't have the right to make our own judgments. Brother Jim, thank you. The rest of y'all, get on the same page with me. We don't have the right to make our own judgments. Well, Brother Josh, I just think, whoa, time out. Who put you in charge? Brother Josh, I just think maybe, are you bought? Then you ain't your own. The Bible said you were bought with a price. You are not your own. Therefore, hello, present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. You don't have the right to call the shots. 
to your life. See, they ain't going to tell you that down there. They ain't going to tell you that. They're going to tell you do good and follow your heart. Do not follow your heart. Your heart is desperately wicked. That's Bible. Who can know it? How many of y'all's heart told you to marry somebody you shouldn't have married? Well, come on. How many of y'all's heart told you to go here, go there, and it wasn't right? I'm going to sink the plow. Y'all looking at me like you don't like that. Oh, encourage just one. That thing. How many of y'all have tried doing it your way? Yeah. I've watched some of you knuckleheads try to do it your way and me telling you not to. Yeah. I mean, there's a hand bunch of you. Yeah. Different situation. John, you knucklehead, son. Yeah. Told John this year, you don't start listening to me, I'm phone to you more, John. I love you, but I ain't wasting my time. You ain't gonna listen, knucklehead, then not stay in the house. Point blank, man, I'm serious. And I ain't giving you my philosophy, I'm giving you that book. You come to me want help, I'm gonna give you truth. What you do is between you and God. But I ain't gonna mess with you if you ain't gonna listen, I'm staying the house to Amen. Amen. I've tried to tell some of y'all, don't you do that. What do you got to do? I go out and try and do it. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time I'm sitting thinking, Lord, please do something with them. They're too stupid to listen. She wants to show them. By the way, I've been there. Amen. I ain't downgrading y'all. I've been down to school stupid. Right. A bunch. That's right. you Brother Josh tried it this way and God said, don't do it. I said, Lord, I got this one. Yeah. Just, Lord, you just take it. You just chill out. You got enough people to worry about. I got this one under control. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I get halfway down through God and I look around like a prodigal naked in a pig pen. Man. Eating leftover slop. I'm thinking, yeah. how did I get here? Well, I know how. I didn't lose it. For a You get mad at your preacher for telling you don't. Or do, or stop, or go. If he's a Bible preacher and he's telling you the truth, only thing he's trying to do is keep you out of trouble. I told some of y'all, don't try that, don't go there, don't experience that, don't stop this, don't start that, but you're going to have it no other way than to do everything opposite of what the truth says. You know what you're doing when you do that? You're folding your King James Bible that the Lord Jesus bled and died for, that our forefathers bled and died for, that God the Holy Ghost breathed by inspiration, and you're taking it and throwing it out in the middle of the road. That's what you're doing. Now, people don't like that, but that's what you are doing. But Teddy came back scripturally. But they did not go scripturally. If God doesn't know, God doesn't tell them the Lord had me deal with this son because it's, it's, it's we're a church family. We're church, hello, we're a church family. For an example, any of y'all ever get raised up in your home, mom and daddy have to tell you how stupid your sister or your brother was trying to teach you something? Come on, somebody. That's being me. Yeah. Being honest. I mean, really. Brother Ted told me, and I want to address this too because he said I didn't leave. He said I didn't leave bad intentions, and he didn't. And he didn't. Thank God he didn't get out of church to go drink or, or women swap. Thank the Lord. Man. 
He left the church to go to church, but he did it all wrong. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. So I'm going to address it for y'all because somebody else is going to be stupid enough to try it. Yeah. You cannot leave a scriptural, sound Bible doctrine. Right. Listen, you cannot leave a biblical church without God leading you to another biblical church. God don't lead you away to look. If God is leading you out of a place of ministry, if, I understand immediately it's not going to boom be there. That's why you pray. God's really pushing you out. You keep going. You keep being faithful. You keep tithing. You keep saying amen. You keep singing in the choir. But you and God pray, Lord, I feel you're leading me away. I feel you're moving me. God, you're going to have to give me somewhere to go. You're going to have to give me a like-minded preacher. You're going to have to give me a Bible-believing church. And if God's really moving you, He'll line it up. And if He don't, sit down and shut up. Advice. God don't remove you for you to go looking. Amen. Amen. They, they don't. I've told others that. They're not here now. Thank God he's here. Amen. Some of them didn't listen to me went out and ain't in church at all now. Because yeah, right. they wouldn't listen. Truth. Preach. See, Brother Teddy tell you this. Every time I respond, during those couple weeks when all this first happened, I kept telling you, but I tell you, this is not scriptural. But but I, and I'm not. But I, but I, this is what I feel. I said in my heart, God wants to do. I said, but it's not scriptural. Listen to me. Listen. Listen to. Me, listen. To, listen. To, listen. To. Say it again. Listen to. Me. Yep. God will never lead you in a way that is contrary to the book. That is right. In case y'all didn't know, there's one that knows a whole lot about the Lord. His name's Lucifer. That's right. See, he lived with him Amen. in eternity Amen. before the foundation of the world. Not only did he live with him, but he overshadowed the throne. He sang Amen. praises to him. Amen. If they did, listen, I'm going to say something. The devil knows more about him right now than we do. That's I feel like I know him pretty good. He knows things about it, and I won't know until I get to the other side. Don't you think if he... Man, I ain't never going to get my points. <laughs> Brother Dave, don't you think if the devil, the Bible said he could transform himself into an angel of light, right. he'd go from angel of light to a serpent, from angel of light to whatever this, whatever that, don't you think he's probably real, real close of imitating the voice of God. Amen. Amen. Now let me teach you how to identify that. The devil will speak to you in question form. That's right. Right. Yep. Brother Teddy, is this really where you're supposed to be? God don't ask questions. Right. God gives orders. That's right. Are you listening? Yes, sir. Here you go, Sister Kayla. Are you really saved? Right. God don't ask you if you're saved. God tells you you're lost. Amen. <laughs> I'm about to throw something. Glory to God. He didn't come by here, people, and say, "Now, Eric, I want to talk to you." 
Are you going to get saved? Are you saved? No, no, no. You know what it is? You woke up and he said, you're lost as you're a bag of hell storm. You better get down to where the preacher's at the school and get going again. Listen to me. Don't mistake the voice of the devil for the voice of God. How can I know? How can I know? It's simple. It's simple. God speaks in clear presentation. He's transparent. The devil blurs everything. When you're not sure about something, it's a devil. That's right. He is the author of. That's right. When you're not clear, I, I mean, I, I believe this as far as everything. Brother Bob, he's fixing to come home. I try to tell him. Y'all can laugh or something like that. Being me, I told him a hundred times, don't go. But he had all these things going for him, retirement, and all that. I don't know. I understand. But he called me, and I talked to him four or five weeks ago. He said, how can I know if this is what God wants me to do? I said, well, you pray about it, yes. I said, God will give you peace and clarity. Yeah, 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 and I said, Bobby Disney, right now, if you have to make a choice, what would you do? He said, I'd come home. I said, there you go. We hung up the phone. Within 48 hours, I found out he took the job away across. I looked at him. I said, what in the name of heaven is your dad doing? He just told me he feels like he's supposed to come home. Thank God he's coming home. But you know what the devil did? He said, I got to thank him. They do a breath test at that job up there to see how your lungs are working every two years. He said, I had to take them multiple times past the first time. I'm afraid I won't. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't none of that the will of God. I got news for him. God can get in the lungs of a brand new infant baby if he wants to. Why do we look at the surface on everything and that's how we make our judgment? We walk by faith. Amen. Amen. I'm still on target. Truth. Where do I get that? We walk by faith, not by sight. Listen to me. The will of God will never pull you away. Man, I'm digging a hole. The will of God will never pull you away from Him, your church, your church family, or your family family. That's never the will of God. I told Bob, I said, well, Bob, it hurts me to tell you this, but if you go to the Waycross and stay there, you got to come get your wife. I didn't want to tell him that because I live with her daughter. And she's not here. She's a nutcase. She is. Son, she's as nutty as a squirrel turd, son. But I had to tell him, why'd you tell him that, brother Josh? How can he be a spiritual leader to his wife when they're nine hours away? How could she submit to him? How could they both avoid lust? Come on, somebody. You believe that Bible or not? It's important for him to have his wife and he's going to find him another. You believe it? Not Bobby. Yes, sir. A lot amount of time and ain't good for them. I didn't want to lose her and I was, I was, I'd heard that she went, she was went and that's where I really started raising hell. For the first time since I've been with Amy, 
her sister's blood. I'm calling back son. She said to 240 volts. You know the worst thing that could happen? Uproot. I don't care if Swamp Road's a good church or not. It ain't her church. Just to pull her up and move her down there and try to plug her in another sock. No, 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 no. God! God's got a charging station right here. And ain't none of you they say, listen, we're supposed to be plugged in together. All that's the truth. Yes, sir. Stuart Little back there, he's part of us. Amen. Ashley Furniture. That's how I memorized their names. Yeah. <laughs> when they first came. That's Stuart Little, Fitz and Will. Teddy Bear, Teddy Bear. I forgot. Teddy Bear. Yeah. They part of us? Sure hope they are anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. Dingleberry. Okay. He's part of us. He's done with a hammer sign. <laughs> He's a good one. Yes, sir. Thank this fellow tried to run, but he found out just like Jonah did. You can't outrun God. I give him credit. He went a couple years. He, he held on all you could hold on to. God's on him, man. Hey, listen. I'm looking at some of y'all. Honestly, if you're going to live the will of God, you ain't never leave this place. Well, y'all just seem too happy about that. I believe in my heart, if you are in the will of God and love that Bible, and you're going to walk in truth, you ain't never getting out of here. We're going to die together. Look up in here, honey. You get to deal with me the rest of your life. That excites me. But Jim, I'm going to bury your hind in one day. I'm going to stand over your casket. I'm going to tell him he's meaner than a devil, son. No, I won't. I love you, but Jim. <laughs> I thought Dave was going to stick around. He'd been there six years, but he done left. <laughs> Are you listening? I'll get my points tonight, maybe, or next year. Truth is falling in the streets. Amen, That's a problem, brother Jim. Wonder why people don't know how to act in church? They throw the Bible out. You wonder why people don't know what to look for in a preacher? They have no idea. Anybody could come in and say you do anything, they would have no idea. Because they took their Bible and turned it into the streets. You know what's going to rescue and save these young people from their lives? The truth, that's the right. You get up yonder, ain't nobody looking or watching, he still is. Amen. Follow the book. Live by that Bible. You've been around this too much, way too long. Watch God save you, mold you, make you, use you. Don't let the devil take all those things that's been sown in you and just correct it. Yes, sir. It's not just her, that's her, that's her, that's her, that's her, that's all y'all. My girl, see, I've already seen it, nine years old, the devil tried to mess all that up. Right. But we stood on the book. Yes. We addressed it with the book. Yes. We recovered with, from it with the book. Yes. We're going to go on for God yes. with the book. I don't know what else to say besides truth falling in the streets and things picked up. Yes. I got some points if the Lord I ever let me get to them. But for now, that's all I'm going to say this morning. Father, we love you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.
thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be here. I pray that you bless this message, bless the, uh, the invitation, and God, for what you do in this place, we'll thank you so very much. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's all stand.